Pastor Jared, just before Easter, something very unexpected and definitely problematic happened at New Tribe Church. Tell us what took place. Well, it was uh, Palm Sunday, and that's when we got the call. It was probably 3.30 in the morning. Actually, one of our elders, who also serves with the city, was kind of out on patrol during the flash flooding that was happening, and he just said, uh, answered my phone, he said, Pastor, I hate to tell you this. He goes, there's, there's water that has broken through the front glass of the, the church building. So I thought, man, what are we going to do? Got in, the, got in the car, drove up there, and we lease a storefront about 15,000 square feet for our church, and we had about three and a half feet of water that just broke through uh, the back entry of that building, really flooded the whole plaza. Mm. It was devastating. It was a complete loss, and uh, there was really nothing we could do, nothing to salvage. I mean, everything that was three feet or below was just floating. So that was the first. That was the first couple of hours into getting the news, and then of course. I went home after a couple hours and realized, wow, it's Palm Sunday. You know, we got to do something, you know? <laughs> so that's at that point, I, I called some of our tech team and I said, Hey, you know, at least one of these cameras still works. One of them was completely submerged. Um, and our Wi-Fi was still working cause it's, you know, it's up high. And so we sent out a mass text to our congregations. We you know we said, we regret to tell you that our church is flooded. Um, we're going to be live streaming a service. And so I put on water boots, you know, uh, by that time, the water had gone down about a foot, kind of marched in the water, had a few people sitting in there on stools and just preached a, a live stream message and went ahead and preached what had, had prepared uh, Hosanna, <laughs> you know, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And basically the message was, you know, don't allow uh, don't allow trials uh, to steal your Hosanna. And so it actually turned out to be a really uh, momentous day. We decided to plunge, plunge forward. What I wanted to ask you was, uh, were you at any point afraid of, of being electrocuted? <laughs> you know, I never really thought about that. Um, the water came in so fast, and it went down just as fast as it came in. They had. They're saying it was a 100-year flash flood event, uh, which basically means the combination of floodplain and and fast-rising creek beds caused a wall of water to rush through this particular location. And when we first went in, I mean, yes, that was certainly a risk. But by the time we were there filming and all of that, I mean, the water had kind of uh, it had gone down below the, you know, where the uh, the light sockets are and all that, so I uh, didn't really didn't really see that as a as an issue by that time. So I was amazed that the whole building just d- did not you know short out flip breakers uh, because the water was so high. So that's still a mystery to me. But you actually still had electricity, yeah, yeah. But the uh, the I won't say the show went on. The service went on. Did it feel unusual? You know, I I, I guess you know. A lot of pastors have been, you know, doing video services and so forth. But, you know, the the weight of what had just happened, you know, and racing through your mind, what are we going to do next? And I'm sure a lot of prayer was was going up between you and God. Yeah. How did you, how did you, you know, hold up up there? 
You know, I think through the through the pandemic, one thing that that we really we really learned about ourselves and we were really faithful about was just, you know what, we we're not going to forsake the assembly, you know, of ourselves. We're going to gather somehow, some way. And so that resilience came through the pandemic, I believe, of finding creative ways to meet. Um, there was never a Sunday where we, we, we did not have some kind of service throughout the pandemic, um, whether it was through live stream, video. And then we were also very proactive of returning to in-person services and whatever mitigation we had to put in place. So there was a determination uh, that was built into our DNA throughout that pandemic. And so when Palm Sunday hit, I, I feel like it was almost an instinct that we had developed uh, during the past year. I didn't really think a whole lot about it. I thought, you know what? I mean, this is just another, this is just another trial and we have resources to, to provide some, some opportunity to gather and have church. So we're going to do that. So I, I really attribute that to just to our faith and resilience that we, developed during the midst of the pandemic. We've, we've kind of come to a place, to be honest with you, where we feel like to have church is the only option. And so to not have church is not an option. And I think that's just running in our, in our veins right now because there's been so much resistance to uh, the assembling of the, the body of Christ. So you were uh, on Palm Sunday, and then, of course, the next Sunday would be Easter. Uh, what did you do for Easter? So Palm Sunday came and went. We made an announcement. We said, hey, we don't know where we're going to be next week. And we immediately began to call around. We had some contacts with the local community center at Charlie Daniels Park in Mount Juliet. Within two or three days, we got the clear from them to host a service at the park using the amphitheater. So it was going to be outdoors. We went for it. We rented some sound equipment. We rallied our people together. We let them know what it was going to take to set up, what the time frame was going to look like. And um, it actually turned out to be an incredible Easter. In fact, it was probably the, the most incredible Easter service uh, that we've had since we launched as a church. And this was something rather impromptu. Very impromptu. <laughs> you know, one of the stories we tell, tell about that event is it, it was it was something we never would have planned. So we can see how it was God's plan for us to be there at that time. We had more people in attendance than, than we've ever had in the history of our church. We had people come and make decisions to follow Jesus that never would have came inside the building. One particular testimony is a family that had recently moved here from California, had not been in church, and uh, they saw us there at the park. They came, they surrendered their lives to Jesus. Um, in the next two weeks, uh, after Easter, they were both husband and wife, water baptized. And then on Mother's Day, they dedicated all their children to the Lord. And you kind of go back and you, you add it all up. And you're like, wow, you know, I, sometimes you got to be pushed out so that God can pull others in. So we really see that as a, as a testimony of, of how God used Easter Sunday for his good. Something that appeared very bad and actually, in a sense, was bad and, and probably discouraging, uh, God looped it around and turned it out for good, right? 100%. So where is the church meeting now? So we've continued to meet 
in the community center. That's been home for us. We had to really put our team together, order the equipment that we need to become a setup teardown church. You know, we we had we purchased a 16 foot trailer, storage container, and uh, every Sunday morning uh, for the past seven weeks now, uh, we load in at 6 a.m., set up the stage, kids area, get it all ready, sound check. We have a, a service at 10 a.m. in the gymnasium at the community center, and it's been working out really great. Uh, the team has really come together. The church has really taken this as an opportunity to be missional, and so uh, given the circumstances, it ha- actually has been a, a real blessing for us. What do you think the the lesson is the the, the takeaway is from from God? You know what He wants you to do moving forward. The takeaway. Well, that's that's a that's a really interesting question. Uh, I know there are a lot of lessons learned through this entire thing, but i I think the um, I think the big takeaway is trusting in God, especially in the midst of the trial. It seems like every time we have faced adversity uh, as a as a body, we respond in faith, we trust God, and He does things that we never would have planned. You know, so we go on about making our plans, but we just we wait now in anticipation of what steps the Lord will put in front of us and trust each one of those steps because we know He's going to use each one of those steps to do good and to bring about glory uh, to his name. So I would just say trusting in him through the trial and watching for the steps that he puts before us as we continue going on making our plans. And pastor, I know that you are a man with a sense of of humor Uh, on your own Facebook page. You had a little update Uh about green eggs and ham. Can you give us a little overview of that? Yeah. So, you know, we were setting up and tearing down one day, in the community center and one of our ushers, he's a good friend of mine. He jokingly just, he said to me, he smiled. He was kind of seeing all the work going on. Everyone's being positive and everything. And he said, you know, pastor, I, I feel like, I feel like we're the green eggs and ham church. And I, I kind of laughed and said, what do you mean? You know? And uh, you know, he said, well, we, we'll worship God anywhere. <laughs> so jokingly, we just put together this little, you know, I guess this little, uh, version of our own uh, Green Nathan Ham Church. You know, we will worship God in a box. We will worship God with a fox. We will worship God in a house. We will worship God with a mouse. We will worship God in a park. We will worship God in the dark. We will worship God here and there. We will worship God anywhere. And so that became a a really uh, comic relief moment that we shared with our church body, and everyone just got a kick out of that. And uh, it really has become part of our identity. No matter what happens, no matter what comes our way, uh, I'm pretty sure our church is at the places we're going to worship anyway. Pastor Jared, I appreciate you sharing your heart with us. Yeah, glad to.